For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service can now confirm the identity of the deceased in the fatal collision which occurred yesterday morning, January 6th, on the Esterly Tibbetts Highway. He is Courtney O'Neill Bennett, age 43, of Bodentown. The other person involved in the collision remains in hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman is reminding residents who hold permanent residence certificates that they are required to pay their annual fee or risk revocation of their PR status. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the details. By December 31, 2021, 41 people had their PR status rescinded for non-payment. This followed the issuance of 53 warning letters advising PR holders to make delinquent payments or face the loss of their permanent resident certificates. Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman emphasizes that all residents holding PR certificates are expected to comply with the country's immigration laws by taking the necessary steps to ensure payment is made on or before the annual due date. As per Section 511M of the Immigration Transition Act 2021 revision, individuals have up to 90 days after their annual due date to pay. After this time, they are issued mindful to revoke letters. If payment still remains outstanding, the letters are referred to the Cayman Status Permanent Residency Board or the Director of Work, who have the authority to revoke permanent residency certificates for non-payment. In addition to the annual fee payment, permanent residency holders are reminded of their obligation to submit annual declarations. The PR holder's failure to provide such declaration to work is both an offense and cause for revocation of the PR certificate as well. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. For more information, you may call Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman at 949-8344 or visit their website worc.ky. The Governor formally issues commissions to Commander Robert Scotland and Lieutenant Commander Leo Anglin of the Cayman Islands Coast Guard. On Thursday, His Excellency Martin Roper officially appointed them as the unit's first commandant and deputy commandant. The Premier, Deputy Premier, Acting Deputy Governor and Police Commissioner attended the historic ceremony. Governor Roper. It is wonderful to see Cayman's seafaring and maritime heritage continued in new strengths within the Cayman Islands Coast Guard as they ensure maritime safety and security of our islands is preserved. We can all be so proud of the establishment of the Coast Guard and the excellent work they do to protect our islands. Cayman Airways sells off some old assets. President and CEO of Cayman Airways, Fabian Worms, recently updated MPs on the disposition of several 737-300s. The national airline has retired. The last two remaining aircraft in that fleet and a spare engine that's used to support that fleet were all put to public tender. And we have successfully completed final negotiations in selecting a vendor. We have a contract in place with a deposit. We're now working to satisfy the delivery conditions that we need to meet. The purchaser's offer was contingent on the aircraft being supplied to them in certain configurations and conditions. Mr. Worms told MPs the aircrafts were set to be delivered by the end of December and the spare engine this month. The, the price that the Two assets, the three assets were being sold for is in a region of 2.7 million U.S. dollars. And that compares favorably, favorably both with our book values as well as current market values. 
Mr. Worms added that the 737-8 fleet, which comprises of three aircrafts, remain in service, and a fourth one had not yet been delivered by the time Finance Committee met in December. The delivery has to be contingent on us accepting certain terms, and this has to do with the fact that the aircraft is being delivered late, and it is incumbent upon the, the supplier, which is both the leasing company and Boeing, they both have to, to make it worth Cayman Airways' while to take an aircraft that is being delivered late. CAL has confirmed today the plane is expected earlier this year. MPs approved more than $6 million for CAL's strategic domestic air services over the next two financial years, and more than $30 million for strategic tourism, regional and core air service. With the help of the Deputy Governor's Wellness Committee, the Office of the Commissioner of Police and the Police Welfare Committee organize a financial management course for staff. Police Welfare Chairman Cornelius Pompey. Police Welfare was happy to collaborate with the CIG Wellness Committee in order to provide this course for its members. It was very well received. The overall objective of the course is to equip the participants with a thorough understanding of budgeting, getting out of debt, planning for the future, and the need for robust personal financial management tools and tips that link planning, budgeting, and results. The course, which started on September 16th, was facilitated by Michael Miles from Inspire Cayman. 25 police staffers took part. The Cayman Islands Blood Bank receives over 60 pints of blood following an urgent appeal for donations of type O positive blood. Carl Brown, head of Cayman Blood Donors Services, an NPO of the National Blood Bank, tells Radio Cayman News the urgent appeal was due to Cayman not having an adequate supply of blood products due to import issues in the United States connected to the COVID-19 pandemic. And as such, we were compelled to turn up the volume on our donor appeal during the holiday season. Our public was very receptive. Within a matter of days, we were able to secure in excess of 60 pints of blood to adequately take care of our requirements. Cannot thank our community enough for their response. Healthy volunteers are encouraged to donate blood throughout the year. Long-standing supporter of the Cayman Islands Crisis Center, the All Foundation has donated an increased amount of 50,000 CI dollars to support the ongoing operations of the center. The funds will be used to help cover overhead costs of running the center, such as utilities and security. Cayman, expect little rain in the coming months. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller brings us more from the National Weather Service's monthly climate all-in-one bulletin. Every month, the National Weather Service sends out the report, which breaks down some of the more interesting weather events over the last few months, as well as teeing up what's to come. According to the report, average temperatures ranged between 70 and 92 degrees in November, with average temperatures at about 88. Looking ahead, the National Weather Service says this year's dry season is looking drier than usual, with January through March's outlook calling for a 50% probability of below normal rainfall and higher than normal temperatures. Looking at precipitation, Cayman saw 17.2 inches of rain in September to November, which is below the climatological range. The January to March period usually sees between 3 and 5 inches of rain, and the National Weather Service says the outlook calls for a 50% chance of less rain than that. 
Historically, during this period, there are about 11 to 22 wet days, and the upcoming forecast indicates 10 to 22 for the next three months. Between one and three wet spells typically occur between January and March, and the forecast indicates zero extreme wet spells for Cayman during this period. Heading to temperature, in between September and November, the average temp was 84 degrees Fahrenheit, which is higher than usual. The usual temperature range for January to March at Owen Roberts is about 78 degrees The outlook calls for a 45% probability of above normal temperatures. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Kirstley Fuller. The Health Services Authority says a healthy baby girl named Ziana Kaylee Loney was this year's New Year's Day baby. She was born at 10.49 a.m. on January 1st, weighing 7 pounds and 10 ounces. Congrats to mom and dad, Ricardo and Nikisha. Catch an encore performance of Saving Christmas Island, the musical, this weekend. Caitlin Tyson made her directorial debut in December with the self-penned holiday musical. She says it was a big hit, so much so the cast and crew are up for one more show. We had four showings of Saving Christmas Island Mm. at the Hartwell Theatre. Every show, better than the last. Way better. Our closing weekend was sold out and it was beautiful. When you don't just get through something, but you put on a great performance, you feel that pride. And so that's why everyone's calling, you got 10 more tickets, you got five more tickets, you got this. It's like we had to do an encore performance. The show is Saturday at the Harkwell Theatre at 7 p.m. For tickets, call 916-5349. And that's it for this evening's news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.